SBS Radio. I'm Patrick Tungandamio on NITV Radio and I'm joined by Dean Foley, CEO and founder of Barayama. And we're catching up as he's just embarked on a new journey, launching the First Nations Lottery, an initiative to raise money going towards community development projects. Welcome to NITV Radio, Dean. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's exciting to jump on board and have a quick yarn about what we're doing. Now, there are dozens of charitable fundraising, lotteries, raffles and other initiatives. The First Nations Lottery is just one of them. How did this initiative come about? So firstly, it's a charity raffle to raise funding you know, for our charity purpose, which is community development. And it came about at the end of last year when we first kicked off Barriamo in 2017. Most of our funding was come from T1 corporations, you know, the big conglomerates. Um, t- yeah, big corporations, I won't name any. But, um, yeah, I thought it was, you know, interesting. There's a lot of talk, you know, from corporates and, and sometimes not enough follow through with all the resources they do have access to. So, yeah, I wasn't, wasn't too keen on you know, corporate, corporate partnerships moving forward. And we also had a government contract, which was interesting, um, you know, with government politics and, and some public servants. It was very interesting. And, again, it's something not we didn't want to, you know, pursue further, even though there is supposedly a lot of you know, government funding available and it's probably one of the main fundraising avenues in the in the indigenous space and yeah just started looking exploring different options and came across Marta lotteries and Endeavor lotteries and also your town lotteries um, which do a lot of uh, work in the youth space and I thought yeah it was a cool idea Um, you know I'm not too keen in the in the gambling space you know, like Powerball and all that, very, you know, commercial um, organisations uh, run through TapCorp. So I'm not too keen on that, but, you know, I thought it was good initiatives in the charity space, you know, raffles, and they were raising a lot of money. I found out Australians, you know, are supporting these organisations, you know, ten, they're raising tens of millions of dollars in their own for each uh, charity lottery. Um, and, and I was looking around too and, you know, there was no Indigenous theme national indigenous charity lotteries so i thought it was you know a good opportunity for um for us to put something together and and launch the first nations lottery to try and raise capital yeah for community development and are there no other initiatives operating in this space specifically designed for first nations people no there's no national Indigenous lottery, even state, there's nothing. Um, there might be, you know, a few locally, like when you go down to that local RSL, you know, they usually have some food lotteries or meat meat prizes. Um, but, yeah, nothing in the Indigenous space, um, specifically Indigenous-themed lottery. So, yeah, we're the first ones to do it. And and secondly, yeah, we've only just started you know, getting up and running, but, you know, hopefully we can build it up to the stage where we're running house, you know, prizes like Marta Endeavour in your town and, and, you know, we can raise a lot of money and the money will go to, you know, case-by-case basis on community projects so, you know, people can get in touch anytime and, you know, happy to fund projects, 
you know, without a return on investment, just fun projects that are having a positive community development once we get to that stage. Yeah, you stated you you, you say that the initiative started last year. Uh, in which state and uh, where are you at at uh, the moment? We've just launched the first one. Um, you know, there's a lot of regulation even for charities running and running raffles because it is you know technically in the gambling space. At this stage, we've um, we've got a, a charity fundraising license in New South Wales, and because of the the size of our first prize, we're also able to run lotteries, um, this national online lottery in Northern Territory, um, Queensland, and Tasmania too. Um, so yeah, lots of regulations. We've reached out to obviously law firms, just you know, so we don't make any mistakes, and we've um, yeah, it looks like we'll probably partner with one of the the five biggest law firms in the world. You know, US um, multinational at this time because they do. You know, we're quite impressed about, I guess their approach and you know what value they could add to our charity and and do things so once we you know have a law firm on board then we can start applying for more charity licenses throughout the different states um you know to <laughs> to get over the legal hurdles and you know pay the um the fees and um you know have a charity license in each state and be able to run it um actually you know nationally so we're in a few states at the moment. Um, we've had closing just through our channels, um, just for the Barry Dumble channels. We're closing up to around 200 um, ticket sales and, you know, $1,000 just through our own channels, um, promoting on social media, which is quite interesting because, you know, to be honest, I wasn't expecting anything through Barry Dumble channels. Indigenous entrepreneurship isn't the most exciting thing in the world. It's not the most searched thing, you know, like sports and that kind of thing. So we've got a small, you know, community. But what we've found is, yeah, like, you know, what Australians are doing for the other charities is there's actual support um, around actually supporting raffles, which was surprising. And our main focus was partnerships, because we've got a small community, we want to partner with people um, in the Indigenous space and, and, you know, other Australian organisations to promote our raffles. We have a bigger database and bigger communities and and sell things there. So I can't, I guess, disclose, you know, who we're talking to at the moment, but we are talking with one of the biggest Indigenous media outlets and spoken with two of the owners there and, you know, things seem you know, quite positive and we've also talked to a few influencers on the micro stages, haven't got, um, you know, c- celebrity stars at this stage, but onboarding a few, yeah, influencers that could potentially come on board and, you know, promote our raffles, get the word out and, and sell more tickets and raise more funding. So that's where we're at at this stage. It's been going for about two weeks. Um, surprisingly, yeah, we've sold a, a fair bit through the Barry Amel channels. Um, surprisingly, but as we uh, secure these these uh, strategic partnerships to promote our raffles, I think yeah we'll, we'll raise a lot more money in the next couple of weeks. 
Again, there are a lot of similar initiatives across the country and uh, it's common to find charities running raffles in major shopping centers with uh, really enticing prizes ranging from um, multi-million dollar houses, supercars like Ferraris and um, muscle cars and other high-end and uh, high-ticket items. What kind of prizes are you running at this stage? The sky's the limit. You know, we want to be the national indigenous lottery to raise funding for community development um, through every state and and community so yeah the sky's the limit at at the moment fortunately i haven't got access to a multi-million dollar house that we could auction but hopefully yeah in the future um we'll be able to auction multi-million dollar houses and you know ferraris and bentleys and all those cool cars too to um, which gives people, you know, the opportunity to with rising costs of living, um, you know, trying to, to buy a house these days is basically unattainable, especially for youth coming up. Um, so, you know, hopefully we can offer you know, what you just mentioned, those cool prizes as we progress, the life-changing prizes and, you know, raise money for community projects too so we can change more lives um, through those. I think it's a really interesting concept and a very interesting way to raise funds for projects that are beneficial to the community and wouldn't get funding in any other way. But what obstacles did you come across when trying to bring this project to fruition? Um, uh, legal. There's obviously, you know, uh, even though it's charity raffles and raising money for charitable purpose, you know, it's not like um, Tabcorp, which has a monopoly on, you know, like Powerball, um, the New South Wales Lottos and that kind of stuff where they raise money and, you know, it makes a, a few people rich. There's still a lot of legislation and probably rightfully so around the space. So that's probably the biggest hurdle we have to get around because we can't even promote it, you know, through Google and that and Facebook. You know, there's so many hurdles we have to, to jump through, you know, which is a pain. So hopefully, yeah, we can get that a massive you know, law firm and get their support, pro bono support soon. There's been a few people who are like really iffy, even though it's a charity raffle, they're like, oh, we don't want to do anything in the gambler space. And, you know, that's, I, I guess that's fair enough. Like, I don't mind, you know, if we go down to our local RSL or whatever, um, there's, you know, meat raffle and that kind of stuff. I don't mind supporting it. Where, like, I, I find, you know, <laughs> like horse racing betting, sports betting and, and slot machine, uh, poke machines, you know, for me, that's gambling. So I don't mind the charity stuff. But, you know, I guess uh, some people get iffy on that side. But the majority of people understand, you know, it's, it's for charity and happy to support it, obviously, to win the prizes. But secondly, you know, if they don't, they're just supporting the charity too. Dean Foley, before I let you go, I must mention that your initiative featured in one of Australia's leading national newspapers with quite a positive review. The Australian, yeah, and um, yeah, really appreciate the journalists, um, you know, took the time to actually write stuff in it. Uh, you know, the, the uh, Australian has some interesting readers <laughs> into that, uh, you know, it's not really, uh, you know, Indigenous positive space sometimes, but, um, you know, any publicity is good publicity <laughs> uh, for us, especially, you know, like I said, the spaces, you know, with those non-Indigenous massive charities, it's quite saturated and they've got, you know, exclusive agreements 
um, with, you know, influencers and, and media outlets. So it's hard, you know, sometimes to, to promote this. Um, you know, we've sold you know, almost a 1,000 just for our little um, Indigenous community of entrepreneurs. But, um, you know, we haven't even got the word out there to, you know, 99.9% of, you know, other Australians. So once we do that, um, I think, yeah, big things, big exciting things that are coming and hopefully we can do a lot of cool stuff. I, well, I feel this is, you know, a big opportunity, um, you know, obviously for the charity, Barry Amal, but, you know, on the back end, I feel we can raise a lot of money like the other charities and we can fund a lot of projects in community that um, are being left out. You know, one of the biggest challenges for positive community development across Australia is access to capital. The banks, you know, won't lend to Indigenous people perceived as high risk. Venture capitalists definitely won't lend to Indigenous entrepreneurs. Like the major firms, their medium investment in the Indigenous space is zero dollars. Um, so, you know, there is a lack of capital and, and Australians like to support, you know, charity raffles. So I'm really looking forward to it and appreciate you know, your time to have a chat about this, um, like the journalists at the Australian, you know, it's um, it's kind of hard to get a foot in the door because, um, you know, the exclusive agreements and and that kind of stuff. So the more we promote this, you know, the bigger it's going to get and hopefully the bigger positive impact we can have in community. Dean Foley, CEO of Barama, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us today about this new exciting venture you're embarking on, the First Nations Lottery. Thanks for having me, appreciate it. Want to hear more stories like this? Listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 